Welcome back, crafty boys and girls. I was hoping for a real long one from you because it's been like 11 or 12 days. Welcome back, <laughs> crafty boys and girls. We're back. That's what I wanted. We're having a, a relatively slow evening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Talk. I mean, we worked out. I worked you out. worked out. I had a Chick-fil-A milkshake. <laughs> we went and negotiated. The guy didn't like what I had to say, so we left. And uh, I got a milkshake, and you came back and worked yep. out. Yep. At the LA Fitness, uh, Alex and I went to, uh, we got some guest passes, and we were trying to get the best deal possible. I think that we could have negotiated a little bit better. Well, I was down in the gym thinking that we could have the, been the, better about it. The problem that. is, I have nothing to negotiate for. Yeah. I have my price. I'm just, I just tried to appeal to his common sense and be like, if you want two subs in store right now, you yeah. got them, but you're going to match this. And he was like, no. And I was like, well, all right. And then we, we walked right out. I know, but I could have been, I should have said. Which sucks we, for you. That I, I yeah. should have stood up and been like, if you have anything, my name's Thomas Patel. You guys have my number or yeah. here's my number. Well, their manager's call calling us and leaving voicemails. I got it. Th- okay. That was only part one. Don't worry. Okay, cool. But yeah, Tommy <laughs> had a, he had a, a bender of a weekend. I had I drank too much at my our our fantasy baseball draft last night, so we're just drinking wine tonight. I I drank a lot this weekend as yeah. well. So let's cheers. we're cheersing to a uh, vino nobal di Montebuccio, right? No nobal, vino nobal. Oh, nobile, no nobile, nobile. Yeah, vino nobile <laughs> di Montepulciano. Yeah, and Montepulciano is in Italy, right? Yes, and hold on, two thousand eleven. This is, um, we're like a walking Costco ad. This is another, this another is thing Costco, from Costco. Wine. Yeah, so they're fillets. And this wine is quite solid. Yeah, like I said, it has a lot of grape hints, hints of grape, yeah. notes of grape. I'm on a little Montepulciano kick myself. Uh, as everybody knows, I was in Buffalo for quite a while, uh, the past, whatever, 10 days or something like that prior to returning. And,. My girlfriend and I split a bottle of that of another Montepulciano, which you and I have to try later. What is it? Because it's, I hate saying this. It's like value wine. Because you know it was like yeah. a, it was a fair price at the restaurant, but it yeah. tasted really good. So I don't know. I got to find out what the name of that was. Gotta get the picture. My mom and I split a bottle of wine over spring break, and I, she just sent me the name. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Camus Camus Vineyards. It's oh, like, it was, I know Camus. Yeah, I'm actually very familiar with. I drink it all a lot with oh, Rick. It was so good. It, <laughs> was, it awesome. was the best cab I've ever had in my life. And I mean, we opened it, and well, I mean, my mom is an, is an older woman. I am a man, but I felt like I was an older woman, like just wooing over the just, wine with just her, just swooning yeah. over the yeah. wine. I was like, yeah. oh my god, this is so good. I, I drank I, I drank a lot of good wine myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I drank a, a ton of wine. With her, fam- my girlfriend's family, while we were there, in I mean, like five bottles in one night. Not myself. Oh my god! But and then her favorite is it's called Magnificat. Uh-huh. So if anybody out, it's a it's a red blend. One of them, the the heaviest component is like seventy five percent. So it's not like it's totally spread out across, but it's not it's not real sweet and it's not real dry. Yeah. So check that, and that that's a good wine too. That's not a cheap one. Yeah. So check out Magnificat. That that actually should be a thing for anybody that if they can't think of a cocktail that they want us to try or I mean last episode we made a cocktail right. which I know that that sounds appealing and I'm sure people will be like, "Hey, make us a cocktail." Yeah. But uh we can also do wine suggestions too or or beer. Obviously, if you guys say I want you to try this beer or this wine, we'll do that too. Yep. Absolutely. And Speaking of yeah, of, of them <laughs> picking our, our listeners picking cocktails, drinks, etc. We have we picked up quite a few patrons, which 
we cannot express Thank our you gratitude guys. enough. That is so awesome. Oh. Thank you. What was the things? Oh no! Wait a minute. We have to do them. <laughs> oh. 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 All right. Now that monkey moment's over, <laughs> does that summarize it pretty well? We don't have to. That's do That's gonna for- sound so dumb, but we have to do it. Listen to the last episode <laughs> if you need some content. Was it the last one? Yeah, it was the last episode. Okay, good. I can feel myself flushing after that. And <laughs> yeah, you got real red. There's nobody even here. I might, I'm blaming it on the. You wine. probably can't even see that I'm getting red because I'm so burnt. That's true. You're, and he doesn't burn easily. So but let's call out some people. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much to Cody Young. We have a, a nice. He's Yodi. A, he, wait a minute. He's a. I have to double check. He's a hoss bog, right? He's not a boss hog. He's a. We have to check. He's our a five dollar sub. So the hoss bog is a five dollar sub. Exactly. Cody gets all three rewards. <laughs> first of all, as a hoss bog, thank you again, uh, Cody, so much for becoming a patron. For all of our friends that have nicknames, we're, we got to say their nicknames here too. The, yeah, this is Yodi. Yodi. So, yes. So for anybody who listened to my last podcast, two v one, you will you'll recognize the name because he was on that several times. So shout out to Yodi. We will definitely be drinking his cocktail on either the next episode, you know, next one or two episodes okay. at some point. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is, but I already know what he wants. Okay. So we'll save that for whenever we drink it. We'll just go down the list. Well, I'll do my other one. Okay, Shout sure. out formally to my girlfriend, Tara, because yep. she became a patron as well. So. Thanks, thanks Hossbog known as TC. Hossbog known as TC. Because uh, <laughs> we really do have nicknames for everybody. Oh, true story. Uh, Mama Spitali, my mother, actually uh, joined up. And she has a pretty interesting uh, thought uh, for an episode. Okay, good. That do we, we want to like drop it now as a like plant the idea? She, she didn't even give me the, the, uh, the topic of the episode. She just said, I want my episode to be called Blow Me. That's real interesting. I know. So we could go a lot of different directions with that. Yeah, and she—I don't think she meant it in well. She's the like, obvious like sexual the, way. She liked the 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 pool of the sexual sense of it, but sure. she's like it's about something different. Sure, she's she'll. she'll but and yet she's it. offended by us grabbing each other's penis on on the episode. She just she thinks of me. She has a very interesting light of me. And yeah, that just violates everything. Yeah, that she the, like about the me. actual iTunes feed just has that Stone Mountain picture. We'll, we'll fix it maybe one day. Probably not. Yeah. Um, uh, Jared Caldwell and Wesley Gaston from my work both um, joined up. Thanks a lot, guys. Thank Appreciate you, Jared. It. Thank you, Wes. And um, who else? Oh, and then Joe and Veronica. My two, Joseph's one of my best friends from uh, Tampa. My and, favorite power couple from Tampa. And Veronica awesome. is his wife. Um, they, they also donated this weekend. That's why I stayed at their beach condo this weekend for spring break. And it was a hell of a time. And we had a lot of interesting topics that could have been that we that we talked about just with like ten people while we were drunk sitting right. at the beach, and I'm sure one of those topics they'll want us to go. Yeah, and, and you know, me. along the along those lines, it's amazing because we actually we talked about so right before I went to Buffalo, Tommy, the neighbors, and I, and another friend of ours, Kai, we all went out to dinner and we brought up. The, ep- the the senses episode yeah. and we wound up having another in-depth like 20 minute discussion about it because kai hadn't heard it yet yeah. so that was totally awesome we talked to, with joe and veronica and actually like 10 other people which one of those people was marley marley gleason thanks marley appreciate it she uh she another patron another patron she clear. was a uh, part of that discussion and i told her she could have an honorary topic she's a boss hog and she didn't No, she's to... a crafty girl oh she's a crafty girl sorry yeah. Um, I don't think she gets any uh, monkey hootering and hollering. <laughs> just okay. a quick one. Yeah, just a quick one. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, uh, we all talked about nature versus nurture. 
Oh, oh, well, we were going to do that one, that episode. We have another guest who's actually been doing a lot of reading on that that we're going to have on the show in the coming weeks. I forgot about he's that He's a good Kai. friend of ours. Yeah, Kai. Because you just said you said. Yes, exactly. I ago. mentioned him. So he's going to be on the show at some point, you know, again, in the, co- in the coming weeks is my guess. And that will be a future topic, nature versus nurture. Yep. So uh, those are all of our newest patrons. We love Did you, you guys. Mr. Kevin here? Yeah, that, that's Wesley. Okay. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's right. You told me about yeah. that. Okay, cool. Mr. Kevin. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, everybody, thank, thank you, you everybody. again. And uh, we're going to move forward into this week's episode and be- recaps. Be- before we move week. into um, into Yodi's episode topic, I wanted to give my little fun fact of the week. I've, I don't know if I should feel stupid about this. Okay. So I was in Buffalo, and I learned a little fact. Do you know where, or have you even thought of where Buffalo Wings get their name from? Uh, Without, I mean, I sort of... Gave out as a loaded question at this point. Sure, I get it. I guess that the first one's there. There is a place in Buffalo that first served them that way with that specific like buffalo wing sauce, and that's why they're called buffalo wings. Buffalo wild wings? No, buffalo wings. Like you oh. know the style of food. For, forget buffalo wild wings. That's Jeez, shitty I thought you were restaurant. talking about buffalo wild wings. No, no, no. I mean like the idea of buffalo wings. It's because they originated in Buffalo, and the name of this it's called Anchor Bar. Mm-hmm. I went to the one. On Main Street in downtown Buffalo, it is literally the origin of Buffalo Wings. Really? So all the Buffalo shit that we have consumed throughout our lives that we adore so much, that comes from Buffalo. Wow. So, okay, so you didn't know that oh. either. Right? No, I didn't, but that just reminded me of something that we have to talk about now. Okay, go ahead. Arctic Buffalo Room. Oh, dude, the Arctic <laughs> Buffalo Room. That was amazing. So obviously we've been hanging out all our, all our lives. How and- old were we? Let's uh, let's preface this. Can, can I can I tell a story? Yeah. Okay. But I bet like a I bet like eleven or something. like yeah, that. Yeah, because it was at the Saint Martinique house. Right. When I lived in Pennsylvania before I moved to Florida when I was still young, Alex came over and we were nasty little children, but we loved our what buffalo do you mean, wings. Were. Are <laughs> and we still are children as well. I should say. Yeah. Can you yeah. fill me up? Yeah, definitely. So we're pouring our next glasses of wine here. Please with, continue with the aerator. Ooh. Ooh. Continue the story. Continue the joke. So, we uh, were hanging out playing video games at my house, and we had been eating buffalo chicken tenders all day long. Seriously, like all day long. So that <laughs> that upsets your stomach at some point sooner or later if you have twenty or thirty of them. And uh, Alex and I <laughs> were sitting upstairs during the middle of winter with the fan on in my room. And we just committed to having the fan on, even though we were cold as hell. And, and the AC was blasting. We had the doors closed as well. <laughs> yeah. And we were just shitting ourselves yeah. in the room. And her, his, Tommy's mom came in. And she the, she just made this contorted face of displeasure. Distaste. <laughs> she was Displeasure. Like, she was like, it smells, I don't know if she said farts or ass, but I'll say ass. She was like, it smells like ass in here. <laughs> And she just and we were and we just laughed and yeah, she walked we were out like, of the yeah, room. That's that's the idea. And it's funny because we Alex and I have to name everything that's happened to us in our life. And uh, Arctic Buffalo Room has been a common yeah, recurring we've, theme we've, with us. We have definitely commented on that more than once. And we've probably made some more Buffalo Rooms actually. Oh, de- without knowing because <laughs> you're just sitting in and stewing in it and you get used to it. Yeah. But there you go. Um, so, were you about to go into the episode? Sure. If you, I, I wanted to uh, make another comment about this weekend. It's that same piece of shit. Let's see. He's going to do it for a little while, too. 
we have a guy outside revving the engines. We are going to have to take a quick break. We're back. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so anyways, what I was saying about this weekend is on Saturday, I was that drunk guy at the party. Oh, yeah. That's and, right. And I uh, wanted to... I, I don't need to apologize because I know I don't ever really make a fool of myself. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit. But it wasn't to the point where anybody had to take care of me. Yeah, or like you're offending or anything. It's just like you might have made a fool of yourself. <laughs> yeah. Or, and who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. We all do that. And uh, time to time. I apparently had lost my wallet several times throughout the, <laughs> throughout the night yeah. and the next day or so... I just wanted to uh, comment on that, that uh, sun and alcohol does not mix well. No, it it's it's all toxins. You have <laughs> yeah. a lot of toxins in your body. Between <laughs> Too that much and vitamin cigars D. and everything There's else. a vitamin E. What's D the sun? from the sun. D is from the sun? Yeah. Vitamin dick from the sun? Exactly. Vitamin this, dick. The sun? <laughs> okay. Never mind. So, Yodi. <laughs> yeah. And, and follow up from last week also, Yodi. Uh, I remember we were talking about trying specifically i remember really talking about trying new things or was that two episodes ago i don't know point is i remember saying the words don't say or say yes to everything i also i should temper that with the the comment of philosophy from yodi is that when you're an adult you don't have to do things that you don't want to do mm -hmm. so while i do encourage trying new things always remember it's okay to say no mm -hmm. i don't feel like doing new things or or Doing something again that I've already done that I know I don't like. More importantly, that's very important. I did want to add that last little um, little follow up to, from last week's episode. Since Yodi is the man, and I use that, I employ that philosophy on a daily basis. So here we go. The topic finally, fifteen minutes in or wherever we are. Yodi asked us, and I'm reading this as he uh, worded it to us: ignoring the existing faith that we already have or don't have have what would it take to objectively prove to the crafty boys that god is real and subsequently or subsequently to prove to prove that god isn't real so go ahead Tom. <clears throat> i brought this up not this specific topic but we were kind of talking about space this last weekend mm -hmm. and everybody kind of I would say a majority of my friends in Tampa actually attend church and have a specific religion that they identify with. Some have said faith and spirituality. I'm more of a faith and spirituality thing. Uh, feel, I should say. Mm -hmm. you yeah, have, you're a spiritual person, I'm a spiritual, not so much a religious person. Exactly, but yeah. I do attend church with you and stuff. Yeah. I love the one thing that you say about the Big Bang Theory and God-related and I want you to say it out loud because I think it's a really good saying. You put me on the spot and I feel like I should know this. Why can't why can't God and science coexist perfectly? And the Big Bang Theory is... No, I think they can. I said, why can't they? Like, I agree with you oh. that they, they do kind oh, of coexist. Oh, oh I, you're positing that question. Because I, yeah. I always say that to people. I'm like, yeah, there's no reason that they can't... They are not mutually exclusive. That's right. what I say. Yeah. God, believing in God or a creator of any kind, regardless of what religion or faith you have, should not be mutually exclusive with science. Right. Including, evo in, you know, evolution. Things right. like that. So, what else were you going off of? Well, I'm just, I think that I was saying is... God is this almighty being that set up. I mean, he's so good at what he did, at his job of creating this world that 
he makes it seem like he doesn't exist. That makes sense. I want to answer... And I keep saying world, and holy shit, is that small compared to what <laughs> we're talking um, about. Our observable. Yeah. Immediately observable. We world. have world, and then we have uh, solar system, yeah. and then galaxy. Right. And then universe. Clusters, and then... Or cluster, and then universe? What is what is the... Yeah, galaxy path? clusters are in the universe, and okay. we don't know if there's anything bigger than that. Obviously, observably to us, there, there isn't, but that doesn't mean that there isn't. Yeah. But I, I want to answer Yodi's question directly, like, what would it take? And there are a lot of things that, for me, personally, do prove the existence of God. Everything from feelings that I experience, mm-hmm. whether it's... Uh, compassion or love toward another individual whether whether it's a complete stranger or somebody i've known all my life uh whether it is how an animal knows how to do what it does from birth like that doesn't make sense to me sometimes whenever i just think about some of the really strange eccentric behavior that certain creatures exhibit without even really learning it from a parent teaching you know the way that we learn from our parents it's like there's this divine code working behind the scenes but plants, plants don't make sense to me. Right. I don't understand how they do what they do. And again, again, it's like there's this code that's embedded in them. Two specific things. For example, you're talking with animals like when they are birthed and they just kind of go to the mother's nipples for, for animals. I know human, sure. humans are brought like into their but mother's breasts to like feed. I use, but how do I animals use, know to do stuff like that? I use the word eccentric for a reason because I can't come up with an example, of course, but... What you want to believe in God? Go watch Planet Earth. Yeah, I was <laughs> actually Netflix, thinking about that. You know, and that's what I'm talking about. You will see some of the stuff they do, and it's like, what, mm. what, what the hell is this? And to me, I'm talking about divine coding behind the scenes. I guess one example is especially things, animals, birds that are trying to attract mates. Do you remember mm. that one bird uh. that was puffing out its feathers and jumping around like an idiot. Yeah. But I mean, I say that you have to watch it to see how absolutely absurd these things are that they do. And then like certain defense mechanisms as far as where creatures hide when they know that they're being hunted or the way that they know how to blend in with their surroundings, camouflage, things like that. And what, when I'm, whatever I'm thinking of this, this code behind the scenes, I think of the watchmaker analogy or the watchmaker argument, which is basically design implies a designer. Mm-hmm. And you can talk to any scientist, including somebody who is an avowed atheist, and they will tell you, yeah, I don't believe in God, but I will tell you that the chances that everything came together the way that it did for this to happen, even on an infinite timeline, are so infinitesimally small, it's very hard to believe that there wasn't some sort of divine mm-hmm. uh there's design is what i meant to divine say. divine is actually a good word too. yeah exactly <laughs> that, that was actually a freudian slip yeah but and so another thing that i wanted to follow up on that is sorry if i make some enemies i actually think it is more difficult to be an atheist and not believe in anything than it is to believe in God. Yeah. Now, I didn't say a religion. I, I know there's a, especially in our generation, I, I happen to be a devout practicing Catholic. I would call myself definitely an outlier in our generation. But I know there are lots of people our age and all over the world that believe in a God of some kind, but they do not subscribe to any particular religion. That makes sense to me. Yeah. But I just, I think it's, 
it just, and this is just for me personally, it, it's crazy to me to not believe that there is some sort of higher power or being or creator or whatever you want to call it. Almost audacious yeah. to think that. Kind of piggybacking. And, and I'm not criticizing. That's just my personal feeling on the matter. Piggybacking off of what you say with it, it's almost harder to live without a God. It Actually, I think that it makes living harder because when you believe in something higher than you, you can kind of attribute a lot of like the happenings in the world to that signs it, yeah and it gives signs you like a huge it gives you life. a sense of security in yeah. a lot of ways um i know that we're not answering yodi's question no, 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 exactly, that, but that, no we we did some ways and we can get back to it that's why i wanted to dive right into my examples but what you just said it gives you a sense of security there's an old saying there are no atheists in foxholes so you might have been this is an old saying. Oh yeah, God, I've never. He, I, I you bring up old sayings all the time. Oh, I'm dude. like, <laughs> you I know me, man. You like a dumbass. But you have people, these poor kids in the his, in history who have run off to war or whatever. They might have been 18, 19, 20 years old. Maybe God was never a part of their life, or maybe maybe they were an atheist or whatever. But then all of a sudden, the the idea of the saying is you're in a foxhole and you're being pelted with mortar shells and explosions everywhere. And you're like, oh my God, if, if this is it, yeah. You know, where am I going? What am I doing? It, what is it, what is it all for? You know, and, and that's that's where that expression comes from. And that's, I, I guess, existentialism is something a lot of people really uh, have trouble with because it's that exact thing. You don't have that reassurance or or a belief in a higher power or an afterlife or anything like that. I wish there was a way to. Oh, that sounds real good. I wish there was a way to find out the percentage of people as they are on their deathbed or as they are coming close to God, that they pray. Whether you're atheist or you're religious. If you're an atheist, or... you might just be like, well, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, you know, exactly. If you're listening, you know, what, what maybe happen? I could just do like a stint in purgatory for a thousand years or something like that. Right. I think it's I think it's a very interesting thing. You know what? I, we bounced away from something that I wanted to uh, talk, talk about. And you said in addition to animals and their instinctive nature to do stuff that is almost unexplainable when they're born. Plants. I think that, I mean, I know that their, their God is the sun, you know, they all kind of grow towards the sun, but like, what about those, what about plants that like vines, for example, they like make a perfect spiral up the ladder. They find their natural source when they're rooted into the ground. I know. It's, it's that's why I said plants don't make sense to me. They're they're fascinating. So we're, talking, we're not even giving good examples of plants. I know. I know. Right. We're talking a lot about reasons why God does exist, but mm-hmm. what what would prove to you that God isn't real? Well, that's to hit his second all, part of the That question. was that was good, yeah. For me nothing short of the most cataclysmic, awful things that could potentially happen to me. I mean, I don't, I, I don't want to be so bold as to say that no matter what, I'll always believe in God. Because if my whole family died, mm-hmm. if all of my friends died, if my girlfriend died, if all of that happened and I was left alone in my life with nothing, you know that a lot of people do lose their faith at that time. Mm-hmm. Some some people strength it strengthens their faith and their convictions, and that's that's even more beautiful. But so I guess that would be pretty much it. But I just, when I look around at, at the world today and so many of the, the awful things that happen, you know, on a complete normal, we're so desensitized on a daily basis, all these shootings and everything, people just say, oh, well, 
there's no way there's a God. How could he let something like this happen? And they're entitled to that opinion the same way I'm entitled to the opinion that I don't think that that's how God works. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we have, we have free will and we are responsible for our own personal decisions and we are accountable to ourselves period. So there's nothing that could take that away from me, except for maybe one of those horrifying extreme circumstances that God forbid could ever happen to anybody. That's the only thing I can really think of. What so I why well, I know that there's got to be a, plenty of accounts of this, but what about the people that that die? They literally lose all the all this brain function, and they come back to life. They're resuscitated. Totally. Why isn't there more recollection of? Yeah, God was right there. He was on the other side. Yeah, and yeah. Well, I was. I was some knocking on do, heaven's gate. Some people <laughs> have done that and written books. And my guess is probably just tried to make money off of things like mm-hmm. that. Near death experiences, as they call them. But I maybe, NDEs. Maybe maybe this is maybe this is a cop out answer. I don't know. This is just the way I because th- I do think about these things. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the plan too. I if there is this supreme creator God. Mm-hmm. I think he knows that that person isn't toast for good when they, and it's not like he, he, he might not reveal himself in the person to that person until you are totally off the grid yeah. for good. He's you know like, what I mean? I, he's like, I knew you weren't. Yeah. Like you, you might just, <laughs> you, I knew you were going to go back. Yeah, so you, I didn't want to touch base You might just cease to exist. You're like in a, in a limbo or a coma of sorts. And then, then you exist again. So mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I don't know how that works obviously, but that those are the answers to my questions to Yodi's questions about what it takes for me to believe and what it takes for for what hypothetically it would take for me not to believe but most importantly back to the former of that it's very easy i have no trouble believing in god because god is interchangeable with divine and yeah i'm I'm using both capital g and lowercase g yeah god you know whatever whatever you believe multiple gods yeah sure (laughs) polytheism that's fine like my thing is when i look at my life and everything that has happened to get me exactly to where i am right now knowing the people that i know now all the people that are influencing me in a positive way in my life they are all god (laughs) yeah they're all mini they're all mini gods that's, no, that's Buddhist, Buddhism all, right there. All of the little things that led me to these people and circumstances, I just can't, I can't believe it's a coincidence. Mm-hmm. I've never been, I love the movie Signs. It's a top five, maybe top three for me. Brings me to tears every time I watch it. But there's one. Every time? Oh, yeah. I have a couple movies like that. Gladiator's another one. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I love the conversation when Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix are talking on the couch and they they talk about if if you believe in signs or if things just happen Mm -hmm. and you know there's one of each and i i'm i'm a science guy like i believe there are no coincidences i believe that everything happens for a reason and that there are no coincidences i'm right there too i but here's where we differ is that you believe in um god and and jesus for that matter because you're catholic right um and that Jesus was the son of God. I think that Jesus was a very enlightened human being. I don't think that he, I think that we are all sons of this divine be, mm-hmm. being. I almost said beast. <laughs> um, and Zelda. he was just one of those people that tapped into it a little bit more. Like, for example, I think Gandhi is one of those people. Yeah. I think that um, 
I actually think that the Pope, I know that I'm going back to the Catholic thing, uh, Pope John Paul, uh-huh. whenever he, he was shot and, and he went to the, he was shot by somebody who didn't like him and went to the jail that that guy was in once that guy was caught. And he was just like, I forgive you. Like, I think that forgiveness and love and deep down compassion like that is the sign of what, a truly... When I when I feel a compulsion to forgive somebody who wronged me, mm-hmm. that's the presence of God. Yeah. For me. For mm-hmm. me personally. And just wait, I'm, real quick, yeah. just keep going on what we were talking about with um, everything happens for a reason. I'm also one of those people like that. And I, and I really believe that there's a path that I'm on. Not saying that you should be, you know, lazy and just be like, well, the path's going to happen. Yeah, that's like we were talking about relationships. Right. Like you can't exactly. sit on your couch in your living room and your wife or husband will appear. Yeah. But, I mean, it go. that's one of the big things. That's a yeah. huge thing in everybody's life. So, it's like a big event in your life when you have a relationship and career-wise and, um, you know, friendships and really, I mean, just locations that you live in general. Everything kind of happens i think the way you're supposed to experience it i'm not saying that you're everybody's destined for a good life i'm saying that a lot of people exactly. are destined for bad lives yeah and that it's just because they were fit to bear that that's like my other my is it marcus aurelius i think um, from gladiator as well <laughs> yeah yeah from gladiator yeah nothing nothing happens to anyone which he is not fitted by nature to bear. Yeah. You know what I mean? If that's our if that's our central theme for the episode, everything bad or good that's happening to you, you can right now, it. you can handle it and you're going to ride the peaks and valleys perfectly. Yep. So I, I have a follow-up to something you said earlier, though, about Jesus. And yeah. this is kind of funny. This is just me being a bastard devil's advocate. Anybody, to me, there is no in-between. There's no, oh, he was a very important prophet or he was he was very enlightened or whatever. He was one of two things. He was either the son of God or he was crazy. Because <laughs> yeah. think, let, let me ask you this question. What do we think about the people today who are like, I'm the son of God. I am the second coming of Jesus Christ. Yeah. The, but there, there can the Bible, only be one. Right. The, <laughs> in, in the Bible, there's so many people. There's so many accounts prophets. of people who, no, not prophets, just accounts of people who witnessed what Jesus did. Sure. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sh- I, I believe that a lot of it was just he he maybe he was crazy, but he was a brilliant orator and he was and maybe for turn, turning water into wine, for example. Mm-hmm. And he brought it to hundreds of thousands of people. And he was like, I've made this water wine for all of you to drink with me. They are in and they're sipping it and they're going, wait, this is still water. He's just like, trust me. <laughs> and it's like, all right. he, he, he's like are you, you saying are dr- that jesus christ jim jones all those people <laughs> they were drinking the kool-aid is that what happened yeah okay. he, they, everybody wanted to follow him he was just a really brilliant orator and, and i i believe that the charisma he had a lot of lot of charisma yep. i think charisma can get you really far in life no matter if you're sane or insane yeah i yodi i hope we've adequately answered your question we, we definitely talked a good bit about multiple facets of faith, spirituality, religion. I will say this about, I, you know, I talked about whenever I feel those compulsions to be compassionate to somebody or to forgive somebody who has wronged me, even when they totally don't deserve it. I, I, I think I'm actually a, a forgiving person to a fault in some ways. And all of those things, I do, I receive that inspiration. Sometimes I want to do things or I follow things that I know I should be doing and I don't I can't pinpoint exactly what that is and for me personally Yodi that's the Holy Spirit's influence on me so 
but that's just the way that I interpret it. So it could be something else entirely to somebody else. It could be it, it could be Mother Nature. No, you know, it, it's Mother Nature is a divine. Exactly, is a divinity. Whatever. Yeah, that's that's exactly. Right. I don't care what you believe in. I just for me, the world, the the observable world and universe around me, the emotions and experiences that I go through, and maybe most importantly, the people that I know. Just at this point in my life, I just don't see how it could be a coincidence. TBD for me, Yodi. Peace!